and welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast Season 2. Make our movie. Same approach, different execution. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast. This is your boy Patrick Wickfall with your other boy, co-host, fellow host, Joseph Pratt. Hey, what's going on? And this is Act 2 and 3 of 10 Months with You. It is a 1970s spaceship romance. Bridget, who is Jewish. I'm going to change her last name. I hate that last name that I get real stupid. Uh, she's 34. They're in a space station. Casey Kwan, 34. He's the other man on the space station. The only two people on the space station. And then you have Houston, three or four people. I wish I would have wrote that better. Danielle, Josh, and Andrew, and looks like chills. I'll fix that later. Ship docking system is broken for 10 months. And we're well, not for 10 months, but it's broken, and it's going to take 10 months for somebody to get there to help him out. Yeah. Start off from there. Okay, bet. So I want to say this is, like we said before, this is their first, um, well, Bridget's first time being up there in space. Yes, Quan's been up there. Yeah, Quan's been up there before. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put V by him for vet. Or put vet. Yeah, just put vet. Yeah. I see V in black. He vegetarian. Um, and uh, I would like to make Casey Quan, that Korean man, uh, uh, deaf. And oh, you're um, trying to add uh, double layers onto getting to know each other in the ten. Yeah, months. exactly. Because uh, you can quickly just open a book. And just look up some Korean shit like eat food. You know what I mean? But it's uh, more difficult when you have to sign it. You know, we have nothing to sign. And so he, so, so deaf people can't hear, but they can read lips. Yeah. Yeah. Can but he just talk bit, at all? Um, let's say he is audible. What if he, ha- what if he's hearing impaired as opposed to completely deaf? Okay. Does that really that does that change it that much for you? I mean, I have nowhere to go with this, so I don't care. Well, just as far as like he can kind of hear shit, but it's like. But what would that matter though? Well, because full deaf is she could be dying and he just like be like he that, un- unraveling for, some shit. First of all, it's not like that when you know what your job is, and there's different ways people like niggas don't miss hella phone calls because you call a deaf person. Yeah, but they got the a flasher lights, on their phone. Light, and shit. Exactly. When so a nigga starts having a heart palpitation, they don't start flashing. Is she going to have a heart palpitation in this? No, but I'm just saying in general, if there's any kind of like, well, I guess if you're in a space station, anything that goes wrong, it's going to send off some kind of flashing. Of course. And if we're going to send a hearing impaired nigga up there, we're going to know. Let's just keep it deaf. Fuck it. Okay. So, same age. How much longer have you been doing this than her? I want to say maybe eight years or so. But that doesn't just because you didn't go in space doesn't mean you haven't been working at NASA. Yeah, but it, it it's the same as as being you know uh, an intern and then working at the law firm. I can say I I worked there, but until you're like, you know, it's I like mean, a, the, the, I kind of I kind of get what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, it's just like he's just like listen to what I'm saying, and she's like, you're not talking to me. You're giving me direction, but you're not talking to me. I mean, well, I believe when they put you out in space and shit, like, they strenuously tell you what's going on. There's a lot of mock things that are happening. The only thing they don't know how to do is fix this system. 
You know what I mean? Okay. And um, obviously there's a language barrier because he is... Um, he speaks uh, Korean sign language, which is very much different from uh, American sign language and shit. So he's slowly having the patience to, not the patience, but the understanding to learn sign language just means a lot to a, a deaf person. you just trying to communicate with them and not being a dickhead and just being like, I just don't understand you. You know what I mean? So I would say... Um, when they first get up there, he's very uh, to himself because there's just just work to do around there. There's maintenance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on his schedule because he's been up there longer than her. Um, she gets there new and shit, and she's slowly starts to. Uh, she was she was told before that he's deaf, right? Mm-hmm. Was it just a you know just a, a small part of all of the uh, chaos involved with? Having an emergency when you can't just walk outside when the house is on fire. You know what I mean? You have to uh, fix that shit manually because the outside of uh, the door that you're in is the fucking vacuum of space that can eviscerate you and shit. So, they... um. They slowly start to communicate with one another. The emergency happens and shit when they are trying to, um, when it's his time to go. Okay. You know what I mean? His time to leave. They're uh, stuck together longer. Houston is like, um, like, yeah, uh, we're trying to get you guys right. You know what I mean? Take a Quan down and shit. And it's just going to take a little bit longer time. Everything that the sensors are going off of, you got to respond to them and fix it slowly. Because there's a part that's inside that needs to be fixed, but for sure outside. How do you feel about this angle? Is that it's slowly shutting down air quadrants in the unit or in the space station. So now they are not able to stay at other ends. They're being forced to go into each other. Mm. Not, so to, not to say that Quan was being like distant or anything like that you feel me but like he's about his business he's up there for a reason you know yeah. what I mean so he, he's still following duty like you said he's on a schedule but they they noticed they're starting to lose certain portions of this shit so it's much more than the docking system then well no I guess never mind take that off then I mean you could just but just work it so it makes well, but sense but I feel like that but that that like, now that I'm saying it, if you start losing air, it's going to take way less than 10 months to, like, kill you. Yeah, for that, sure. That's going to be, like, a few-day thing or an hour. A few-day thing if it's a big space station. Yeah. But there's airlock systems for that shit. Yeah, true. But. Hey, that, um, let's work it in that way. So, maybe the docking system's perfectly fine, but they get like pinged by a fucking like space garbage that's all yeah. up there and shit pieces of the old ass like shit that we sent up yeah and it's like slowly closing down parts of the uh, station and their communication with Houston is getting fainter and fainter and so after a certain point so it isn't an immediate cut off from Houston 
No, it's you saying you're good. And it's like you're good. Good months, and you're just like months. What months? What? And they're just like what months? Like I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. That works. And obviously, when you're up there and shit like that, you can you're reading the same data that they are. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously telling you um, certain things. And th- and this isn't like a I'm going to starve out kind of thing because Quan rationed his food well. And she came with a shitload. Yeah. So this is strictly a just I'm forced to be around you. Yeah. And um, neither of them in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'd matter. You know, that whole you, you're the plane is crashing, the person next to you, you're going to probably make out with. Nobody's on a crashing plane like, let's make out. There's tears know, and boogers in your nose. I mean, but it depends on how you take uh, how you take death approaching you. Some people drink. Some people fucking cry. Some people fight. It's different emotions. Yeah, but to, to say that the two niggas next to each other and be like, let's both fuck. It just happens. And whip out a dick. I, but then again, I get scared. My dick goes right inside my body, so I can't yeah. say that like shit's going down. Like, let's fuck. Okay. Um, where is the breaking point in this? I mean, we can work towards it. You know what I'm saying? So where are we at right now in your head? Uh, what I said out loud was at the point where shit is slowly shutting down. That's where I kind of stopped at. Okay, so are we going off of that? Or is that the same kind of idea that I had that, like, it was slowly... I literally said the same thing you did, and I just ex-nade the whole docking system thing. Okay, so that's out. Then let me put that to... I'm I'm looking, rereading this shit over and over again. So I'm just going to put out. Okay, so now it's just it's the system is slowly shutting down. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it'd be nice if Bridget was the one to come to Quan. Also, just as far as like, um, you know, if he's deaf, he's been up there for you know I don't know how long they do the tours up in space for, mm-hmm. but I know it's not for over a year. This is probably about a year or so. Because I know it's like you like lose bone mass. Yeah, and yeah, shit you and atrophy like and shit. But they yeah. have workout systems up there. Yeah, but then they still come back and can't walk for a few days and shit. So it's not like they're up there like getting buffed. I mean, if we, it's not. So you're pulling from if the niggas working out every day, you know, lifting weights literally and on a treadmill, their bodies are more accustomed to this gravity when they come back and shit. So it's not like they the niggas how it used to be. You know what I mean? Then maybe it's them seeing each other and passing at the workout room. Mm-hmm. How so? Just, you know, her being on the bike or whatever the fuck they do up there. I mean, but so you said Bridget approached him, but like how? In the workout room, just just waving at him, you know, and, and, and making a routine of I leave when you come in or you come in when I, like, kind of like we're just missing each other, but at least I'll acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, uh, that's the thing, though. If he, she's deaf, like. This is 1970s. I don't know if they have any... Maybe... You know what it is. Maybe she brought up a book knowing that he was deaf. And she's like, I might have to talk to him. You know, 
I don't. I know it's only gonna be there for four days or three days, you know, in passing, so I can get the communication from them that I need. So maybe she went through like a, a a little bit of a study, you know, a month prior, knowing that like you're gonna go up to see, you know, Quan. You know, he's that guy. Like, you know, he he's put, you know, you said Korean, right? Mm-hmm. Put Korea on the map, you know, for space, and he, you know, he's he's that guy. So you want to be able to like learn from somebody like that and i can't learn if uh he's just reading my lips and trying to talk to me so maybe she she took that extra step to get to know him before getting to know him Mm. and so when she gets there and shit goes bad there's a little bit of not animosity but uh tension and so she's like i don't feel like it like I would relate it to when you know a language that you don't really know, you don't feel comfortable to say it in a situation that's serious. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm going to fuck shit up. And I don't want me to be trying to figure out how I say the, you know, while this ship is going down kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe, like, they have that, like, break. Not break, but, like, they have that, like, they get hit with space, space debris. Mm-hmm. Systems go down. Uh, they can still communicate with Houston a bit. And they're just like, it looks like you guys might be up there for a bit, but we're gonna we're gonna try to figure it out on on you know out here, da da. da. And then she looks at him and he doesn't look back, and so she gets that like, oh he he doesn't want me here, he doesn't want to be here, and she's like, going off of what she's feeling, but he's thinking about how this situation is gonna pan out. Yeah. So he's just in deep thought. He's not even like, dismissing her or anything like that. And so that's when, you know, once they get into the rigmarole of the schedule of like, I do this, you maintain these boards. If they hit, somebody's always at the, the comm station listening for Houston. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the 1970s. This could be 1970s in the future where they get it through the whole ship. You know, if you got an international space station in the 70s, you probably have like a comm system. But just as far as like, yeah, you wouldn't even need anybody being there. Because then it'd be in everybody's room, like a phone. Mm-hmm. And it'd be, eh, eh, eh. This is Houston. This is Josh from Houston. Uh, do I got to read on you, Casey? Do I got to read on you, Bridget? And they're just like, yeah, what's up? And just like, we've got a... And, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's what happens is that, like, maybe once they've got set into a pattern, it's been a, it's been a week or so. Yeah. You know, because you got to go through trauma in your own way. And uh, he's going to deal with it definitely differently than she is. And there's no... Just him being like a Korean nigga? No, just being a, a, a deaf man in space. I believe that you're going to handle it differently than a uh, Jewish woman in space. How would you handle it differently? Uh, you're not going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I do feel like you learn to internalize a lot of things when you're deaf. And you, you especially when you're around people who don't, speak or, or do sign language proficiently mm-hmm. you aren't outgoing as much as you would be if you could speak but, i think i don't know yeah you're definitely wrong but i i respect it though i mean but i'm just saying like yeah. like if that, these if, niggas let they their personalities extremely well but if if i'm just gonna give my perspective if i were to go to space with somebody who's deaf mm-hmm. and this happens i'm gonna go through my own shit i i just I only I've only known one deaf person in my life, uh-huh. and that was a person in school that I didn't even really know. We just 
we just happen to pass each other often. Yeah. And we and we you know how when you go down the same street with somebody and then you break off and you're like, We kinda know each other. Yeah. We, we walk we walk <clears throat> kinda close to each other. Mm-hmm. That was it. I never got anything off of him, but then again I didn't I didn't know how to do sign language or anything like that. But I mean I I genuinely feel that every person is different. And so fuck it then it's not the deaf thing then fuck it maybe it's if you're just explaining what the fuck you're saying just explain what you're saying well but i'm saying you're like you're telling me it's wrong so no i mean you're like i'm positive and like you're well i I said i I would assume yeah i mean but the if you want him to be that way then we can but you're you're saying like you're saying that i mean you know deaf people more than i do so i i don't know how people are you know what i mean so so maybe they're more flamboyant with their with their charm and uh, you know charisma or whatever to be able to get you to engage them i'm just going off as a person in my perspective like i'm wanting to get off of a ship it's it's now somebody's brought in that i don't fucking know that i can't speak to really well Mm -hmm. this shit goes down i'm not gonna really want to engage with that person but the best part is nigga can write you know what i mean you can write in english of course obviously he's communicating with houston and uh, what is the one for... Okay, no, that doesn't even... I don't even think they have a space program. Do, does Creek have a space program? Yeah. Where's their base at? I don't know Korean fucking towns, bro. You said that so confidently. The first part, you're like, yeah. You know, just they like, do, but you're like, but where is it at? Well, everybody knows Houston. The world knows Houston. Because is that from Armageddon? It's literally in Houston, but yeah. It's I don't from know a movie. Houston. I couldn't tell you where in Houston. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know, but I know they have a I say NASA space program. Houston. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all I got then. Go ahead. I mean, so we should, you, we shouldn't be structuring it as like a, as events. You know what I mean? And just do it as just telling the story just saying like what they're doing and how it's how they're going well, I'm trying to add here that the that the act structure that we have where they have to break at a certain yeah, point yeah I know that but back. you're literally you just tell it as a, as fact you know what I'm saying as your head's coming up with that shit just saying just say that shit so they're good for the first few days you know what I mean Houston just like it's good it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be fixed you know what I mean uh, but right now, it's not too safe if we bring m- more people up there or bring a system up there or turn everything off and reset everything because of YouTube being up there. So what we're going to do is blah, blah, blah. So we got to wait a little bit longer to see what's going on, right? Diagnostic tests and shit. And as the days go past, they're finding out that they need to shut down the cafeteria and seal it off and shut down the workout room and seal it off and shut down Russia's quarters and shut down. You know what I'm saying? And as they are still slowly shutting shit down. Exactly. So at the beginning, that's cool of them. They're like, we'll lose a room or two. We don't even use that shit. And then it starts to be like, well, we'll shut the non cafeteria for the Russians. And you're like, yikes. Or the, or, or the, the common space of the cafeteria room. So the common space is closed now and they're shutting it off. To save oxygen and shit like that. And as time goes past, like you said, they're slowly getting pushed and closer and closer together. 
every day they from at the beginning they saw each other maybe two or three times mm-hmm. but now there's and, and 12 it was, 13 it was her going out of her way to see him yeah well at the beginning it was not maybe because she's anxious yeah about being up there for the first time and then shit's fucked up and wanting to communicate with them and this for is the sure. first time in space yeah for Bridget yes yeah. yes so she's gonna go through that whole first time experience he's been up here multiple times yeah, so he's ran into troubles before, but not as and severe, just probably. Being yeah. alone is a motherfucker, bro. Like, not talking to people. I, I get that when you're on Earth, you know, if you're training for this, you kind of, like, stay with people. But you know if you want to bail out, you can't. Yeah. There's no bailing out when you got a number of space around you. He's mentally taken that into consideration and understood that. Maybe she goes through that, and that's what makes her want to reach out to him. She's like, she wants to go ask him, like, how are you dealing with not going crazy up here? Yeah. We can't even communicate with Houston like that anymore. How are you not and more that's, panicked? And that's later on that the him, uh, Houston stops. Okay, so that's more towards, like, the end of the movie? That's more towards the climax. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we'd have them going from two or three times a day to 10, 15 times passing each other and now it's like we're going to have to communicate with one another mm-hmm. so Bridget's painfully signing ASL instead of KSL and he just like he writes down like oh you know what I mean like I, I appreciate that but you know I, I'm Korean fool like I don't really understand and she like spells Korean yeah. <laughs> in English you, you know like what I mean? Again. And she, he goes like, but he appreciates that and starts teaching her sign language and shit. So she has some rudimentary shit down and they start to communicate with each other. And so she is a outwardly emotional person. So she takes her countdown of death being like, so she's breaking shit and stuff like that. And he's like, Kind of restraining her, like, yo, bitch, you don't want to make shit worse than it is. Yeah, you throw something that hits the wrong shit and the valve goes off. Yeah. Then we're just in the bathroom. So they do just like, you know, some um, shit like meditate together and shit and breathing exercises and, and shit like that. And um, what, they, if, what if it was like sitting out and looking at the void? And it's something that she's terrified of and something that he's welcoming. And he's like, this is an outcome either way. Yeah. When this life ends, it's still a void. You just happen to be in this void right now while you exist. But that's like what she learns is like just accept to accept what's happening. Appreciate it. The because when you if you live through this, you're gonna appreciate it as I've came close to death and looked fear in his eyes and tell him to go suck my dick. Mm-hmm. But instead of being like my life is done. Like, fuck. Oh, my God. You know I what I mean? I shouldn't have come up here. I could have been a teacher. I could have... And you're just like, yeah. no, 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 no. You you did what you wanted to do, but just there's consequences every so often. And so um, after they uh, lose contact with Houston and shit like that, Casey even starts to... Now nah, he wavers. And he's screaming and shit like that and... You know what I mean? Doing shit more loudly and... You know what I mean? Not watching his manners like like you do when, you, when you're when you around hearing people and shit. 
Because some people are just like, oh, you're chewing loud or, oh, you're breathing loud or you're talking hella loud right now. You know what I mean? There's some people that try to correct somebody in who they are and shit like that. And so he's just like disregarding all what's surrounding him and shit like that. But she kind of reminds him and pulls him back into what he taught her earlier on. Like maybe she goes to go see him and he's not in his room looking at the void. Yeah. And he's like thrashing some shit about. And then that's when she finds him and walks him back to the room. Or or is this where they start to build that emotional bond? Um, uh, For sure... For sure, the emotional bond is built when he was calming her down, but now it's reciprocated. So now, yeah, now it's a payback. Exactly. And um, so you'd have Houston come back on and shit like that, and they're like, hey, all you got to do is reset the system, but you guys are going to have to be in the, the uh, maybe the docking port when you do it because that oxygen is ineffective. It's not affected when the systems restart. It's going to shut out. And exactly. Out. So you guys can stay in there for, you know what I mean, a day or two if anything goes wrong. But, you know, all the systems restarting and shit, there's going to be a, there's not going to be a flow of air and shit like that. Something, something that makes them have to stay in tight quarters to themselves. Maybe to check system errors. Because they're opening up quadrants, so the system error might be like, and you've already opened it up, and when you open shit up in space, that's my phone. When you open shit up in space, uh, apparently it pulls it out. Yeah, the vacuum pulls it out. Yeah, it pulls out all the air, and so even though it's structurally sound, maybe you're losing air in compartments, and as they're doing a system like reset, to, you know, close up holes, they're like, let's just put you in the one area we know it won't reset at. That's a failsafe, is is that one room. And maybe it's like a, you know, a, a four by six, you know, like a little jail cell. Yeah. But it's like, like you said, it was like a docking port or something, something that like has its own installation for oxygen. For situations like this, because you've got to... You got brilliant people making this shit. You got to have somebody be like, hey, what if we fuck yeah, up? Yeah, something fail safe and whatever. And uh, so they go on and uh, they're in this room and shit together. And I want to say uh, Bridget is extremely frustrated and shit. And she feels like this is the last place they're going to die and shit like that. And it's kind of a anchoring of sorts and shit. How do you mean that? Um, he's bringing her back down to to reality. Like, it is a possibility, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Oh, okay, so, so don't he's have signing to, this he's, to her. She's not thinking it, he's talking to her. Exactly. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I mean by anchoring, you know what I mean? And so, he brings... I meant, like, I thought you meant emotionally, like, this was, like, pulling her down, is what I thought you oh, meant. Oh, no, no, he's anchoring her okay. to this um, moment in time. And so, they, uh, so a couple of days last, and they're in this fucking compartment and shit. And I want to say um, everything resets and shit, and they're free to go back in there. 
But there's one quadrant that's shut off and shit like that because that's where the impact happened. Mm-hmm. And then they can't go. And so they choose from um, being super separated again like they were at the beginning to staying closer together and shit. You know what I mean? At what time in this 10 months would you say this is? I want to say this is like month six or so. They still got four months? Yeah, they still have four months together. So now it's a choice instead of being uh, a forced decision. Mm -hmm. Now it's a choice to come together now. It's a choice to to look somebody in the eye and be like... Yeah, I'm seeking you out. I'm not Exactly. It's not some shit you can just be like, oh, man, I didn't I didn't choose this shit. So... Like, I wish she stopped looking at me. Yeah. And he's just like, where is she? I have not seen her in two minutes. Hmm. Okay. So it's, um... I'm like month seven or so. It's Quan's birthday. And, um... Does he tell her or does she do some girl shit and, like, look into his profile? Well, I think that's a human shit to look in somebody's profile. I don't look birthday. anybody's birthday. But, but you're like, you're with somebody, so. Don't know your not. birthday, dog. And yeah. I love you to death. Yeah. I, I don't know any of anybody's birthdays exactly. besides one person, and that's Cairo's because it's on my mom's birthday. Otherwise, you know, not fuck y'all, but, you know, you get it. It's synergy, dog. Yeah. Like, that was good energy, and, you know, mom's dug Cairo. Yeah. But, so, she brings this nigga like a cake or some shit. And he's not in there. And um, she's, like, looking for this nigga. And he's, like, staring at the void and shit. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, uh, you know, brought you. Like, she signs him happy birthday and shit. And uh, KSL. And the nigga's, like, you know, in tears and shit. And she's, like, oh, what the fuck? And, like, it's just he holds up a picture, like, of his kid and shit. And he's like, I'm never going to see this nigga again, am I? And she's like, we don't know that. Just like you told me, you know, possibilities are possibilities. But one thing is for certain that you're here now. You know what I mean? So they contact Houston and shit. And he just like, tell my son I love him and shit. And they like, I don't know, they hold hands in the weightlessness and shit. And Gosh, I didn't even think about that. They're, are they weightless this whole time? Yeah, the whole time. Damn, I've been thinking they're running around in my like, head. Like walking, like like uh, Yeah, International sci-fi. Space Station, yeah. Yeah, International Space Station, they still float. But like sci-fi movies, like... Don't they, they turn just off? Don't they, isn't there... Isn't there uh, gra- I thought the circle shit. Am I just thinking about Interstellar? You're thinking about a, a sci-fi movie or something? Yeah, Interstellar. Damn. So they just never... Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, take it from there. Does change the whole dynamic of it for me. Okay, so yeah, so um, he's having, um, he's talking to Houston. We haven't said anything about her. She has no earthly attachments outside of regular family, yeah? Besides her dad, not really. Yeah. Okay, so um, what if her dad's in like, in like the hospital? But not the hospital, but like a, it's a reoccurring thing. And she's like, I can't get a hold of him, you know, it's. I can get the message to him. And, well, no, that's too easy. That's too easy. All right, so he's talking to his, well, he's not talking to his son. He just tells him to tell his son that he misses him and he loves him. She thinks, she does have feeling for him at this point. She's starting She's starting to grow a uh, uh, hard, you know, fondness of him. I would think, me personally, 
and I'm not Bridget, obviously, but I would think there's a wife attached to that baby. But she doesn't see a ring. And so, but then again, he's wearing a full suit, yeah? So you're not going to see a ring underneath the suit? <laughs> you could be in a t-shirt in the space station, buddy. Ah, you're right. Yeah. Huh, I don't watch a lot of space movies. <laughs> you know what I do? And they all are in t-shirts. Yeah. And walking around, that's what it is. is watches. Alien, all of the aliens, nobody's fucking floating around. All right, so anyways, um... Yeah, maybe it's just him. Or maybe. You never saw Apollo 13? No. With Tom Hanks? No. You haven't seen that before? Mm-mm. I think the most serious movie I've ever watched would be Gravity for Space. Like, as far as, like, reality-based. Gravity, they were floating. But yeah. I know. I know. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I didn't. But then, you know, the other 90 movies that I've watched, Ghost in Mars, you know, shit like that. Like, I'm just like, nobody's floating, doggy. And they're just breathing on Mars. Anyways, um... So yeah, maybe maybe Bridget thinks Casey has a a, a woman, okay. or, or or is like kind of like pulled back when she's like, "You have a kid," and she's like, "Oh, he's he's so handsome, you know, he's like he he's a good looking kid, he looks strong or whatever, you know." It doesn't have to be like that whole like you you look like your father, handsome kind of thing. But I w- I would think suspicion would arise in her. Like, it is is there any option for anything to happen here? Because, you know, I don't have anybody, but I don't know if he does, but he has a kid. Mm-hmm. Would it be, uh, would it be better for his wife to be alive and not with him or dead? Uh, that's, I don't know. That's interesting. Let's go with, let's go with the young marriage, like a young birth. So now, like, they had the baby when they were, like, 16, 17 kind of thing. Uh-huh. Grew apart, but they are still completely cordial. You know, they even have holidays together. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't bug him when he goes to space for half a year. Oh, okay. Kind so of thing. make the kid, like, 18 years old? 16. It'd, ma- it'd make the kid, like, 14, 13, something like that. If he's 34, yeah. half of 34 would be 12, right? Yeah. And so he wasn't 12 when he had him. So he'd probably be like 8 or 9, right? 16, 16, 17, you add on 4, 14, 18, 18 years. Damn, he would be 18, wouldn't he? Yeah. That's a young age. That's why people don't respect parents when their parents are only 15 years older than them. Yeah. They're like, what are you, how, you can't tell me shit. Okay, so yeah, so he, and that's what spurred him along to, to become like a, who he is today. Yeah. To be really dedicated because he's like, I made a lot of errors when I was young. And so that's that bridging of the gap with him and Bridget is when she's just like, so, you know, your your son, you know, whatever name, you know, da, 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 you know, what does he like to do? And he's like, uh, we, we go fishing, you know, we fish a lot when I'm there. And, he, and he's like, what about, you know, his mom? And he's like, oh, you know, she doesn't like fishing. She has to smell of fish. He's like, imagine a Korean that doesn't like fish. And she's just like, am I supposed to laugh at that? And he's just like, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. And he's trying to, like, like, make her less, like, he could tell that she's trying to, like, walk on eggshells around him. Mm-hmm. And then she finds out, like, oh, yeah, you know, we had him young. We were both young. You know, I still love her, but it's not the love that I had when I was young. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've grown apart, but we're still, you know, a family unit. And she's like, that's crazy. You know, I didn't, you know, I've never had that kind of connection with somebody. And he's like, well, what do you think this is kind of thing? Where he's like, you know, we've made it for coming up on 10 months together. This is longer than anything else lasted in my life besides, you know, this career. And my 18-year-old kid. Yeah, but that is a, uh, that is, I think they have to train a lot for NASA. I think they go away just like you would for like a fight camp before you go to space. I think it's like an eight to, you know, 10 month process to get your body used to like all the G-force and shit. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he, if he's going up there repeatedly, he's, and he's a folk, he's like the, the biggest cat in Korea to do this. He's going to be going up there often. Mm-hmm. And so his, his kids are used to this. But he's never been this close to, like, something fucking up and him dying up there. Yeah. So now he's a little bit more emotional and a little bit more outgoing and a little bit more like a... He'll explain his feelings and why he was the way he was. Rational. He's, yeah, like, like when you know you, you might die, you, you start making your, your making up your receipts. And you're like, let me make sure everything's flat and clear before I leave this bitch. Yeah, my will. And she had, and so maybe she's like envious of him in that aspect that like we're the same age and he has a whole life. And if I die, my father is my only successor and I'm not, you know, he's not my, you know, he's not my kid. And so she realizes she's invested her life into something, but it's letter to him. And he's in, in a certain way, not left behind his kid, but spent more time on his career. So he doesn't have that. He's not in that position that he was when he was 16. Mm. Where he's ass out with a kid and no money. How do you feel about that angle? Cool. Just to give uh, him a little emotional depth and to give her a little bit of like that uh, that understanding that this this whole empty life that I had as far as not really getting in deep with anybody, not really wanting to give myself to people, because I'm focused on my career and then I end up being stuck with somebody who did the exact same thing. I think that's a it's ironic and that is po- poetic to run away from love and then be stuck in it. Yeah. Like that's like running away from dinosaurs and then you go into a time machine back to dinosaurs. Like you're in a you know what I mean like there's no there's no reason why this situation would have happened if he had left in those 4 days. Yeah. They had to talk two times and she would have been up there alone. She would have freaked out a little bit, but then everything would have been gooch. Or she would have died up there alone. Because honestly, Quan probably covered a lot of like the superficial, you know, breakage on the ship. Yeah. Just being up there more. Okay, so. How would you wrap it up? Shit blows up. Okay. No, no, just joking. No, nobody blows up. Nobody blows up. Um, I'll throw out one. You throw out one. Okay. See which one sounds better. And then we gotta say how we got there, though. Okay. All right. So if we're if we're going off of where I'm at right now, and um, she's having she's having this talk with him about her life, and you know, like she does enjoy him, and she's like, I do care about you. You know, like I've never cared about a man, and. I don't think anybody's ever cared about me. And he's just hearing this. And then that's when Houston clicks on like, hey, do we got a reading on you guys? Are you guys hearing us? And they're just like, 
oh yeah and then she stopped but she's already tearing up and he's like but it's Houston though I'm gonna go hit them up and so he steps over talks to Houston and Houston says uh, we can get you guys down in about two weeks uh, we, we already got a, a, a ship uh, en route and it broke the atmosphere you know you, you guys are set and you know be there in two weeks and then there's that like uh there's that like um silence that is supposed to like represent you know uh peace mm-hmm. or like relief of anxiety mm-hmm. and uh the movie ends with with the ship pulling up to dock and them calling him like um you know of or you know Quan Bridget open up the the port gate or whatever and then it cuts back and they're sitting in that room looking at the void holding each other's hands mm. I like that that N- tracks with the story that we were going right yeah alright you go I don't have anything <laughs> you got something no nothing you didn't want to like throw like a, a left hook in there. No, that was good, man. And because I think that room should represent like tranquility. Yeah. And the fact that when he was in his heightened state of like this shit's going down, he wasn't in there. And when she was going down, he tried to bring her in there. So that room really is their safe space as far as the rea- like you said, possibilities are possibilities. Mm-hmm. But what we have right now is this. It's, it's facts. It's 100% fact right here. And this, what I'm holding in my hand, is what I have. And that's your hand. And that's your hand, Quan. And he's like, that is your hand. Yeah. Bridget. Oh, deaf, never mind. Edit that shit out. I don't even want that into the world. <laughs> but yeah, like, and he's he says it with his eyes, you know? But they're not looking at each other. They're looking into the void, holding hands. And, you know, there goes the romance. They're in a spaceship. 1974. Boom. Close that shit out. All right. That was 10 months with you. Hey, and I I really do uh, like uh, Joseph's additions with him being deaf. That really changed up the whole communication system. And you really have to bridge the gap with somebody when... If you don't speak Spanish, you're around somebody long enough, you, you, you can kind of get the basics of it. But I feel like sign language, people, a lot of people don't have any kind of grasp of sign language. As opposed to like... Actually, the whole, a lot of signs are common sense. Well, in space, though? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, is it the same for KSL, though? It's similar. A lot of shit is similar, but yes, no, bathroom... Like, but, like, the the family stories, and that's where, like, they dig into, like, getting to know each other is when he's teaching her, like, about his son, and he's, like, uh, he's, like, he shows her a picture of him, and he's, like, he's, uh, doesn't listen hard-headed. Like, he, like, he explains that to her, and she, and they have to go through the whole, that, that is a, it makes it romantic that he's teaching her his way of living. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what does she teach him? 
that it's okay to love. Yeah, you don't have to. You 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 were asked out when you were sixteen, but that's not now. Because he because he found um, he wasn't stable this whole time. No. He came off as unwavering, but he showed he has chinks in his armor, mm-hmm. and she uh, anchored him in the way that he needed. Because the the strong person is always fucking strong, but when they're weak, they have nobody to pick them up because they are the, you know what I mean? That weight is still on them. They're the heaviest nigga in the room, and nobody has the capacity to have them like they have, like the person that's strong has the weaker person. You know what I mean? So when Bridget was like, I am strong enough to carry your weight and everything that you have, and helped him stand, help him stand up and shit like that, and wiped his tears. The strongest person there's tears. That's what he needed, and the relationship he had before couldn't cut it. You know what I mean? Because that per- everybody wants the person to talk to. Everybody wants to have that shoulder. But what about when that shoulder's weak? Mm-hmm. They don't. They can't reciprocate. Ain't that some shit? Niggas won't let you cry to them, or. Won't won't let you cry to them, but they'll cry to you and be like, "I, but I need it." Yeah, and, and then the like, person well, I don't I don't need to cry too, nigga. Yeah, I and then the it. other person who who's usually the crier is just like, I mean, you can just you know what I mean, and just gives up. Suck it up. Yeah, it gives terrible, 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 terrible advice. I like it, and it shows growth. In 10 months, you can learn a fucking lot about somebody if you have no choice but to be trapped with them. Yeah. Yeah, wrap it up. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for uh, the Scrapbook Podcast, 10 Months With You. This is your host, uh, Patrick Wiffle, with your fellow host, Jody Pratt. Thank you. Don't stop being creative. Hit us up on the Scrapbook Podcast at gmail.com, the Scrapbook Podcast at, on IG. And just, you know... Don't ever stop being creative. You're the only person stopping that. We love you. Bye. Deuces.